Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Take me back to the optimism of youth. Take me back to my hopes and my dreams. Take me back to the land of pewter and brass. Take me back to the moon underwater. I'm Robbie Knox and I'm the landlord of the moon underwater, a mystical place where guests create their dream pub. through a lot of mead last night we should order some more oh hello hello uh, uh, don dan D- dan 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 they are uh, what, what can i get you yeah usual the uh yeah, lager lager yeah. lager yeah yep. yep. some some lager how are you how are you, how are you settling into the correct realm have you have you you had a busy week well i've just been i've just been exploring really i went back down to the tugboat where i found that um found the bell right Okay, uh, why? I, so I like it down there. It's nice. Just hanging around on a tugboat. Yeah, yeah. And what? I, they've actually got a, a, a kind of big old oak barrel. I found right in the hull, and it's full of old ship's biscuits. So I pocketed a few of those. I've been nibbling on them. I thought you were going to make. I thought you were going to turn the barrel into a coffee table, not eat <laughs> old. No, no. It's not a nice loot food. Biscuits, yeah. Mm, fair enough. Yeah. I saw your name down on the sign-up sheet for the Village Magic Show. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, Why don't you I talk think, us through your trick? Well, what I do is... Um, it's a very simple trick involving my top hat. Right. Which, as you know, I wear every day. Every day. Yep. And then from under that, I, I produce somebody, somebody's small child. Right. Under my hat. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll um. It it's uh, very much depends on who's in the audience, but yeah. So I'll go for go for smaller children where possible. Well, I look look forward to it. Yeah. Any any other acts at the magic show you're looking forward to seeing? I don't I don't know who else is on actually. Uh, okay. Have, have you got any info on that? Yeah, yeah. Gary the Mage is going to be sawing himself in half. Great. Yep. Yeah. And that's it. 
that's you and Gary. And am I am I supporting or am I headlining that? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know the I don't know I don't know the, the running order of it. Okay. Sadly, oh well, god, be fun, isn't it? who's that? Who's that there trudging through the snow? Hang on. It's, it's comedian actor Rosie Holtz. Rosie, welcome. Come on into the moon underwater. How are you? Oh, hello, I'm, I'm great. I'm really happy to be here. Uh, how have you found your journey to the correct realm? Snowy. Snowy. Snowy and trudgy. <laughs> trudgy. Did, are you, did you dress appropriately, do you think, for the weather? No, I did not. No, no. no it's very it's very changeable at the moment. It's so unpredictable. The unpredictable. Realm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, so yeah I, I also have not dressed appropriately for snow. <laughs> Which is, is, is disappointing. Rosie, we're here to create your dream pub yes. there. What, what, what's your pub history? What were your first experiences of pubs? My first experiences, of, so I grew up in, um, in the country, in uh, Somerset. Well, actually in Wiltshire, but to be precise, but close to the Somerset border. <laughs> I don't want to sound it like it's some, you, something glamorous. Would you rather have been in Somerset? That's what it says. It seems, <laughs> yeah, it seems like you're... you're Look, there was there you... was uh, there was a war a bitter war between the the Somersetians and the Wiltshireans. No, we moved to Somerset. This is all really boring. I don't know why I'm getting no, into. It's, um, it's, it's good background. So so that's why I got confused. But to begin with, we were in Wiltshire, and we lived near a little village called Maiden Bradley, and it had this great pub that had a um had a, a beer garden and a bull piste at the back. So I used to go there with my my dad and my brothers, and we used to play ball. And it was great, and we'd have a drink, but I wouldn't have alcoholic drink because I was no. I was underage. No, so I just have an orange and lemonade. Fair enough. I got yes. a great drink, pint or half. Just a half pint for me. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. That's my go-to not drinking drink: a pint of orange juice and lemonade. I don't think I've had an orange and lemonade in in years. Would recommend. It was yeah. It used to be great. It used to be refreshing. It used to be brilliant. I used to feel like I was a bit special. Yeah, it's great. And then as as you became. Of drinking age? As I became of drinking age, I was sixth form when I was in Bath. And then it was various pubs in Bath. And I used to drink terrible things like Smirnoff ice and awful things where I, I didn't like alcohol yet, but I wanted to. So you'd have these drinks that were disgusting, but they were alcoholic and they were very sugary. I've never had a Smirnoff ice. Actually. I haven't had Is one it for years. It, yeah, it's really sweet. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those drinks that you had, that I had when I was younger... Those sort of introductory drinks. Yeah. You then um, gateway drinks. <laughs> your gateway gateway drinks. You then, if you have them as an adult, you're like, my God, yeah, it's horrific. So we used to have when I was at uni, we had um, a, we used to buy a bottle of Cassini, which was the cheap version of a Lambrini. <laughs> Lambrini. Wait, there's a Lambrini car. No. Weirdly, this is Glenn Moore was talking about Cassini as well. Was never, it? I've never heard of Cassini. It was. It was so cheap. It was something like one pound fifty a bottle. And it was wow. disgusting, but it was we always used to get it because it was it was cheap. It would get you drunk. It would do the job. Sweet, as yeah. Well. yeah, 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 and sweet. Yeah. I used to live in, in Canada, and I remember when I was out there this, after uni in like nineteen ninety eight. There's this drink called Mike's Alcoholic Lemonade, and I remember this being lovely. This yeah, great drink. And I went back like t- ten years later and bought. Oh, I can't wait to have Mike's Alcoholic Lemonade. <laughs> this is just sugar it was so yeah so sweet kids know nothing mm. yeah. they're blinded by sugar <laughs> they are they think it's good it's not it's just sugar the time i started drinking was about the time when alco pops yeah. really were taking hold and i no one else remembers this but i swear it happened there was a very short period of time where they sold alcoholic milk before <laughs> really someone, yeah in supermarkets you could buy alcoholic milk i swear to god this is true someone will remember this 
and but then eventually someone went I think this is a bit much because it, it taste, is really. Did it taste, did it taste like a white kids. Russian or something? I don't. I don't think I have. I can't remember if I ever drank it or not. But I remember it was. It looked a bit like yeah. a sort of milk carton, and they were like, "I think this is probably a bit too much to get in." That's kids for alcoholics. <laughs> yeah, kind of, in your tea in the morning. <laughs> alcoholics who like that, you know, make sure they've got enough calcium. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm not sure of the. Of yeah, the, conscientious um... alcoholics <laughs> who really like cereal. Yeah. Uh, before we get on to your drink choices for yes. your your pub, Dan, um, do, you want to, do you want to tell Rosie about the bell you looted from a tugboat? Yeah, um, not looted, salvaged. 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 Okay. This is the, the bell, Rosie. Wow. And what might happen today as you're yeah. giving your choices? Okay, it doesn't happen all the time. But occasionally, you might make a drinks choice, and then in the correct realm, that drinks choice will suddenly materialise. <gasps> on the bar here between us and then we can have a drink of it or you can take it away with you and drink it by wow. yourself or with friends at a later date it's completely up to you or you can my leave god, it here oh my god there's no there's no, oh. no. This is but so it might exciting. not happen it might not happen might not happen okay i won't get my head i won't get my choices. head up yeah so um do you just want to hear what the bell sounds like so you know definitely otherwise happens. i'll think what is this is yeah. this a bell or a train you know? okay <laughs> or a tugboat yeah, yeah. okay Okay, great. There we go. Rosie, that was the kindest reaction to someone <laughs> explaining what a bell is that I've ever heard from anyone. Very, very, very impressive enthusiasm from you. Right, in your mood underwater, you get two choices on draft for what you can be serving in your yeah. pub. What is your first choice? Did I choose a, a Moretti? Was it a Moretti? I, I can't know. even remember. I, I'm not very good on drugs. Yes, I did. Wow, that was that was very rapid. Straight film. in. Oh, wow, that's Straight really in good. Moretti. A Moretti. And I can see the moon underwater creating before us wow. through its magic and mystique. Oh my god. Moretti's. Oh, this is so much. Oh wow. What oh, that's that? really exciting. It's actually created. Oh, I mean, that's great. It's on draft. But, but, but it's, it's creating bottles bottle form. to show the yeah. diversity of Moretti serving options. Yeah. While Dan's pouring out some Moretti, would you have to would you sample like? some Moretti while we're here? You don't oh, have to. go on then, if you two are. I will. Yeah. Well, why Moretti? It's so, I have to confess, I don't know a lot about draft beers. I'm more of a wine drinker, but I do, I do like a Moretti. It's something when, if I go to a pub and, and um, I'm usually quite bemused by all the beers... But I know I do. I know I like a Moretti. And that's that one I will go for. It's good to have that sort of touch point of something that you know you're going to enjoy and, yeah. and go for, isn't it? I like the man on the Moretti. I think he looks... He looks suave and he looks like someone you'd like to have a drink with. Thank you. Yeah, and and he looks like he knows Thank you so much. beer. Do you know what I mean? So I, if he said, I've, beer I've got a beer for you, go for it. Oh, um, it is good, though. I'm sorry, now you've said about the, the, the man, the green man on the front of yeah. Moretti. I mean, um, he looks great, doesn't he? He's quite mysterious. He does look great, yeah. When we say the green man, if you're not familiar with Moretti, he's wearing a green hat. suit and hat. Yeah, he's not green of colour. He's not, no, he's not the Hulk of of, of um, alcoholic drinks. Dan, have you, have you, are you a Moretti drinker? I am. I'd, I would actually, it's probably my favourite lager, I think. <gasps> definitely, definitely in the top three. Ooh. So I'm a big yeah I love I love Moretti but I I mean I I like different beers yeah but I 
am sort of with you a bit, Rosie, on the taste. I was sort of go, oh, yeah, well, I love Amaretti because it's sort of classy and probably slightly more expensive and it's got the man on yeah. the front. But genuinely, if I did a blind taste test between a Moretti and a Peroni, just to pick another Italian beer, I'm not 100% sure I'd be able to tell you which was which. So I don't know if, I don't know if it's me just That's affecting... Scandalous. A, a like for a, for a classy beer, <laughs> whether I actually do think it tastes better. I mean, I do like that it's a classy beer. As someone who's quite um, superficial and wants people to think that I'm classy, that it works for me. See, I, again, I'm, I'm sort of with you. I don't think I could tell many lagers apart yeah. on a taste test. What I know is I like Coors, which I accept is not the coolest of... of, of that's not something that people are going to look at and go, that is a classy lager. Yeah. But I know I can just drink... If I'm spending an afternoon in a pub watching sport, for example, I know that I can just drink an unlimited amount. Well, there is a limit. Yeah. A significant amount of, of Coors in the way I'm not confident I could do with Moretti. Mm-hmm. What about your second choice for draft, Rosie? It's a Corona. Oh, so exciting! Someone who really knows their beers. Yeah, I don't. I don't see a lot of Corona on draft. Personally, I'm no. sure you can get no, it. You do. You can get it on draft, but you're right. Usually, it's it's normally it's a the bottle, and then you stick a lime in it. Yeah, you get your yeah. lemon or your lime. Whatever is it a lime that it normally goes in? I can't yes, it usually goes with the lime. You get your lime. Do you get that if you get it on draft? I don't think you do. They I think they forego the lime. I think you have to specially. Request for a lime. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I remember the first sort of times of starting to drink and go out for, you know, Mexican food or something, and you get the Corona. I, pre- I, I, mean, I can't remember the exact first time, but I do remember going, oh, why, why is there a lime in my... Yeah. And someone goes, oh, you just push that in. It seemed quite exotic, didn't it, yeah. at the time? Yeah, it very exciting. exciting. Yeah. Me and you would have gone to um, Norwich. What was that place that was the Mexican place? That we all went to Pedro's. Pedro's. I mean, this is very niche. That is it. Very I'll, niche. I'll no longer there. I'm Norwich going to restaurant. Norwich at the weekend. Is it? Is is this? Is this somewhere that should be checked out? You're going this weekend. Yeah. I I live in Norwich. Norwich has got lots of good old stuff. It's a UNESCO city of literature. I like yeah. old stuff. Yeah. Okay. There's two cathedrals. Oh, great. Yeah, I know. Roman Catholic and Protestant. So whatever type of Christianity you can. Nice. You can in, enjoy. It's got. Some restaurants. It's, I mean, it sounds rubbish now, doesn't it? I'm just... It's lovely. I mean, it's, it's very nice. A lot of River. Uh, yeah, it's like a, an old city. I think of it as like a smaller York. If you've been to York, yes, I have been to York. Great, I like York. Yeah, I then, think I'll like Norwich. I think you will like Norwich. <laughs> um, but, but Corona, going slightly back off of that, I remember having Corona in Tijuana in Mexico itself. So I've had an authentic. Mexican draft. Corona. No, it was bottles. Okay. I don't know if you've ever been to Tijuana in Mexico no. anywhere. It's the worst place in the world because <laughs> what it is, is it's the first place over the border for America. Yeah. So you get all like 18-year-old Americans who aren't old enough to drink in their country yeah. going to drink for the first time. And then the worst people in Mexico are going to take advantage of them oh, no. in this incredible clash of very naive Drunk people drunk for the first time, oh my and God. people thinking this is going to be benefit to them. So, well, Mexico loved Tijuana, not the best. And was the Corona nice though? Too, I think so. Yeah, yeah. it was. I, it was Corona. I don't remember it being particularly. It's not like people talk about Guinness, don't they? We're like, oh, it's it travels. It's traveled well. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. I I do a friend who went there and uh, also had a year in America at university, and he got very drunk there. 
and when he came back he was so drunk that they were they thought that he might be transporting things back with him and he had a full um, anal cavity search to enjoy before he went oh back in the country. Oh, my God. Wowzers. Lovely. There we go. Yes. Nothing to do with corona, no. but, but uh, <laughs> still oh. relevant, relevant to the story. <laughs> um, still, uh, Rosie, you, yes. you um, do a lot of political satire in your comedy sort of thing. Yeah. You have an MP character. Have you yes. ever been into the Houses of Parliament? No, I haven't. I've never been. Because I I was I went there once yeah. years ago and I've been to a pub in the House of Parliament. Oh, how was that? It was good. I I, I was in Italy. This is like fifteen years ago. I was in Italy yeah. and I met a man called Matt who was nice, very posh, exceptionally one of the posh yeah. people I've, I've ever met. In fact, he's now married to Jacob Rees-Mogg's sister. I believe I've not spoken oh, to him for that's, years. Oh, that's that is that pretty is posh. posh. That's very posh. I had a um, in fact my. Housemate Sally at the time and I had a posh off where we brought him, invited him to dinner with another posh friend and didn't yeah. tell them and tried to find out who was the poshest. Yeah. And so, like, our friend Mike brought along a bottle of champagne with two glasses in like a box for us. It was just like a random dinner in our yeah. dodgy flat in Ealing. And then, but then Glanville brought along just two bottles of champagne. We think, what's more posh? Having the two glasses and a presentation thing or just being so casual about champagne that you'll bring more than one bottle of it yeah that's serious isn't it because i'd serious if i bring a bottle of champagne i'll bring one and i'm going to make a big deal of it i want like but this is why isn't it this shows this is why everyone needs one really posh friend we all want a friend who we can go well they're going to bring a load of really nice wine or champagne yeah maybe some cheese and they're just like oh i just i just uh Pot by and I also got this amazing selection of cheese where each yeah. tiny bit of cheese costs about twelve fifty. I don't know why I say that like it's a huge amount. Twelve fifty <laughs> for a slice of cheese. That is a huge and very specific amount. I <laughs> know it went really yeah. specific. I don't know what happened to yeah. me. I, think, well, we I, had, I, I was this... triggered by a memory of buying <laughs> a small chunk of cheese and it only it, it being twelve fifty. What is this? I thought it'd be five pounds. Um, by the way, as an aside, in Canada, cheese is really expensive, or certainly was. Why? I was Weirdly, I don't know. I don't know a... Is it a delicate? Maybe a delicate. Maybe it's a delicacy. Maybe the cows just don't. <laughs> yeah, I... they, won't, they, won't, they won't play ball. <laughs> in my head, I was trying to remember which animal makes cheese, <laughs> which is a worrying, a worrying sign. Um, but anyway, um, uh, Glenville Poshoff. In the end. Glanville won the posh off. We didn't, they didn't know this was happening. Um, <laughs> in these, I haven't seen him for many years, but in at this time, he was working at the House of Parliament and as a sort of research or something and invited us along to there. And we went to the Lord's Bar, which I don't know if you're supposed to go in. Yeah. It's the one with the nice bit by the river and had a nice Oh, that must thinking. have been so nice. It was nice. And it was. Did you see any anything untoward happening? No. I didn't. It's a shame, um, isn't it? But what I found strange was, well, one, it was very cheap. I noticed. Yeah. I don't know if they've changed that now, but this is certainly in the olden days. It was very cheap, and it was weird that you could just wander around Parliament. He just took us into the Commons chamber, yeah. sort of thing, and just we went and just had like a seat on the benches and stuff like that. I found it weird that you could do that. Yeah. I know they have security at some point to get in, but once you're in, you can sort of just do what you want within reason. Oh my god! Yeah. Apparently, go. it's not as crazy as it used to be. Apparently, it used to be they used to be there all the time, and everyone would be getting drunk. And I think now, post COVID, people don't go there as much. Yeah. There's, oh, there's less recent, gossip. That recent, it was yeah. still quite boozy, really. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and there were a few 
scandalous stories about MPs weren't they behaving inappropriately it's possibly tempered a lot of that as well do you ever get any messages or feedback from MPs about your comedy yes but only um never from a Tory MP (laughs) (laughs) they must be some that find it funny on the Tory side yeah I hope so yeah (laughs) no not convinced I don't know there is um there is is it um Caroline Noakes, who's who's quite a nice Tory MP, she follows me on Twitter. Right. But she's never sort of, (laughs) she's never been in touch. But I see that as a stamp of approval. Mind you, there's a few Tory MPs who follow me on Twitter who I think would not like like me. Like Michael Gove follows me on Twitter. Does he? You always I feel think, like he might he? have a sense of... I think he's got a sense of Yeah, he's definitely got a sense of humour, hasn't he? But he's so awful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f*** are you talking about you insane Hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner 3 days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt free dream come true baby it's me Kiki Palmer Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. In addition to your draft options, you get two bottles in the moon underwater. Yes. And this, I think, is where your wine love perhaps oh, love is going to show its face. Yeah. What's your first bottle? Um, Gewürztraminer, which is a white wine. <laughs> okay, good. And it's great. It's really, really good. Very nice. Why do you love this wine it's so much? so tasty. What does it taste of? <laughs> I don't know. I just really like it. <laughs> I know I like it. It's really tasty. <laughs> it's quite a strong white wine. I don't know if you can have strong white wine. It feels strong, uh, but it's it's just, it's really delicious. I wish I was better at describing wines. That's fine. What I, wh- I should have done was looked it up on Wikipedia and then used that and used it as my own, co-opted it. Yeah. And said, well, it's got a, a silky taste. Yeah, I like <laughs> to... It's aromatic, Wikipedia says. Oh, there okay. we go. It is. So... No, it, do you know what it is? It's very aromatic. It is. It's re- It's got a really distinct taste. I think I've had this once at christmas yeah because i think what happened was i did a favor for someone who had a goose farm nice and they gave me a goose (laughs) for christmas a live goose a a, a dead goose to eat at christmas but i don't 
I didn't want to eat goose, but equally, no. someone's given me a goose. You I better felt, do it. I felt I will. I'll make that the Christmas thing, and because I didn't really know much about goose, I looked up what wine goes with goose, and oh, I believe is this is the wine stamina. I had with it. Does that sound like it might go with a goose? Yes, I think it would. Okay, I've had it a lot. So it's my uh, my aunt's favorite drink. So my uncle. So I've got a very close family, and um, my uncle and aunt when they'd come over for Sunday lunch at my parents' house, they'd always bring a bottle of Gewurztraminer, and I. Was I was thinking, this is the best wine I've ever tasted. This is great. Nice. So you've but had I've... that from quite a young age. No, I did. Yeah. I had it once I was oh, okay. once I was an adult. We used to be allowed a little shot of wine when we were a little well, bit younger. Well, I just remember thinking it was all disgusting. Yeah, we th- we thought the same, but it was just just felt great. To yeah, feel vaguely adult. Yeah, my yeah. my son who's nine, he asked to taste wine, and I thought I'll give him a bit, and he's going to be. Like, oh, that's disgusting. Yeah. And he tasted went, that is so nice. I was like, God, this, <laughs> oh, is, no. this is absolutely, absolutely backfired. Absolute disaster. They're quite good in France and countries like that, aren't they, about giving mm. kids wine and getting them used to it so they don't go as crazy when they hit 18. Yeah. Well, in Victorian times, they used to, I mean, they used to give alcohol when you were kids, didn't they? Yeah. They used to feed their babies beer. Did they? Yeah, but it was like it was, really watered down. Is that because the water wasn't safe to drink? I think so, I think so, so they'd so. go with beer instead. Do you know, here's a quiz question for you, what the legal age, there's an actual age in Britain where you can give a child alcohol. What's the youngest you can give a child alcohol? 16, isn't it? Nope. Oh, really? 14? Nope. Oh. Younger. Really? What is it? Five. Five? You're at home, you can give a five-year-old alcohol. So nice. If you're a kid, if you're at preschool, no, no, nothing for you. But if you had, a, if kids had a good day at school, you can give them yeah. a pint of John Smith when they get home. <laughs> so, you know, I wouldn't, write, I wouldn't suggest. How it. did you find this out? Were you going to give some alcohol to your kid and you thought, <laughs> better check that? I can't remember how I found it out, but it does. It feels like that's what MPs should be focusing on. They should change that. It yeah. doesn't seem like you should be able to give alcohol to a five-year-old. <laughs> call, call me, call me, call me, uh, nanny state. But yeah. What about your second bottle, Rosie? It's a Chateau Neuf de Pap. It's good, isn't it? Brilliant choice. Also, do you know what I like about this drink is it's got such a stupid sounding name. Yeah. And and also it kind of gets used as an offhand thing for people who are trying to to, um, be a bit la-di-da. Yeah. But actually, it's a really good wine. It is really good. I've never had a bad yeah that's another one of those things you know like your moretti yes you know you know it's going to be good is going to be good isn't it mentioning only fools and horses isn't that what there's something you're right i think that's probably where it's got its reputation as something which is if you're trying to um impress or act like you're higher class than you are you get a chateau nerfed a pap yeah it feels like something del boy would order to impress appear impressive in a restaurant yeah yeah i'm sure there's yeah. i'm sure there's there's something like that can you remember your first shadow enough to pap experiences or no i can't it must have been sometime in my 20s i'd love to say i had it in france might have had it in france <laughs> but i don't know i i can't remember when i had it but i remember thinking this is very good have you yes, been to a, a vineyard no i went to a vineyard in france once we we're on a holiday and we just found some local vineyard. We thought we'll go in. And we went there. We met the guy and he was like showing us the vines and all this sort of stuff. And 
and giving us wine tasting. We're in the sun. Yeah. And it was, it felt amazing. And it, oh, tasting wine again, this is so nice. We've just discovered this incredible gem. And we were swept up in the moment. We we're like buying, I have a case of that because I have the car with yeah. a case of that as well. Brilliant. Went back home and then in the sort of winter in our flat in southeast London, my wife and I were like, that is the worst thing oh, I have no. ever tasted. It was genuinely the worst wine I've ever oh, had. We poured no. every bottle down the sink. It was that bad. And I would drink most things. Oh, God. But obviously in the sun, I was swept. I was the romance of it all being Yeah, France. of course. But I've discovered this thing. No. And it was a terrible wine. Terrible wine. Absolutely. And appalling. to think it had all all those vineyards, vineyards, <laughs> all those vineyards, vineyards. <laughs> those vineyards working for it. I know. Yeah. Very, very disappointing. What about you, Dan? Chateauneuf de Pape, are you a fan? I don't know if I've ever actually had it. I mean, I know it's, I know the reputation, but I'm not sure I've ever sat down at a bottle of Chateauneuf de Pape. I've got some in. I have to now. I've got some in what would be kindly called my wine cellar but really is just a cupboard yeah because a wine my, cupboard is still impressive a wine in my cupboard, it's not i mean it's only the bottom <laughs> bit of the cupboard it's wine the, bottom cupboard it's at cupboard. the bottom of a cupboard with other stuff in yeah. it essentially i once when my daughter was born she's 12 now she was born in 2011 and i read some article in a magazine or newspaper or something and it was a man who was my age born the same year as me he'd had a daughter the same age and he was saying a wine expert and he was saying this is the year i was born 1977 was a great year for port and this is another great year for port so i bought a case of port my daughter so i thought i'm gonna do that so i bought a case of port yeah i don't like port i don't know much about port but i bought this case of port for my daughter and put it in this wine cupboard <laughs> cupboard yeah um and for my youngest son, I've done the same thing because that was another good year of port. But my middle child, Otto, his wasn't a good year for port. So I bought him Chateauneuf de Pape <gasps> to be drunk oh, when they're I th- 18. I think he's won there, hasn't he? I think he? he's won, definitely. Mind you, I also quite like port. You Do know? you? Yeah. Mm. I feel In I want specific to like circumstances. It can make me a bit headachey, though. Is the specific circumstance Christmas? <laughs> yeah, Christmas. <laughs> or like really sort of late at night yeah. when you go... You kind of want to wind down, but you want to carry on drinking. Yeah, or something a bit smaller than. Yeah, a, and you want to sit pint. ruminating about life in an armchair. Yeah. <laughs> it does feel like a good armchair drink. Yeah, it does. I don't know. I know it's a fortified wine, but I don't really know what that means. No, I don't know what it means. Do you know the sh- the thing is? I need to learn more about wines because I really like wine and I really appreciate a good wine, but I couldn't tell you what any of them are. It's sort of. I wish I sort of knew more about names and and vines and grapes and things yeah. like that. I feel it's something I appreciate, but I haven't. Something in my brain won't like retain any knowledge about what and where yeah. and how and who. Would be nice. Barry's wine. Yeah, it would be nice if we'd have could have all done that at school. Just as, yes. as just for some knowledge of wine while you're at school would be nice. And so you, even if it was just during general studies. What yeah, a little module so that we all had that little base level knowledge of wine. Uh, when I was a, a waitress, I I had to do some wine tasting, and all I remember was getting getting drunk. I did one one t- wine tasting once, and it was started at eleven in the morning, yeah. and everyone was swilling and spitting. This was with my dad's friend Carmine, who's a proper Italian wine expert, very nice man, and he uh, and he took me along, and I was like, well. 
I can't spit this out. This is amazing. Yeah. And then I was drunk within about 20 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's what happened to me. Yeah. You go, you can't spit out yeah. this yeah, good actually, wine. You have to. How did you find waitressing? Well, I was a mixture of very good and very bad. So I was, um, I was really good with customers. I was really good at remembering orders. I was really on it. But I was incredibly clumsy. So I was always <laughs> dropping things. It got so embarrassing that I started hiding plates I dropped under <laughs> under sort of chairs and tables because I was doing it every day on, on a daily basis. What sort of establishment was it you were in? I did so much waitressing. That was when I worked at the, the BFI. So if they're listening, I'm sorry. Sorry, uh, if you look under your tables, you you'll find you'll a, lot a lot of broken crockery. A lot of broken crockery. And I, before that, I was working in a bar, a sort of restaurant bar in Tower Hill. And I remember dropping this chilli sauce all down this man's back. Oh, no. And then <laughs> I was like, I was so sorry. So I started like rubbing him with my cloth. And it was like my cloth that I'd been using to work the table. And he went... Stop rubbing me with your dirty cloth and get the manager now. And I said, oh, please, can we sort it out between ourselves? You're the second person I've dropped something on this week. And he went, no. So then the the landlord, the the, the manager was like, oh, I'm so sorry. And don't worry, we'll take it out of her wages and get you. And then they were really like, no, we don't. You can't take it out of her wages. That was quite funny. That sort of backfired. They, They suddenly felt guilty about this. (laughs) <laughs> wow. depriving this oh, were you just, you're sort of just standing there quietly standing with there your going, hands I'm so sorry what other jobs have you had pre-comedy I've had so many so yeah. I've um, a waitressing obviously I, I worked as a um, reception in a, in a gym and the one of the only kind of pros was that you could use the gym and I never did so there was <laughs> but it was sort of it was supposed to be this really kind of fun and funky gym and um, but they treated their staff so badly and they made the girls wear a shirt saying anything goes but not um, the boys which was not good oh, um no. i did that I did, I did a lot of sort of temp jobs and pa jobs which i didn't like because it was sort of um you felt a bit like a basically like an office wife an office 1950s wife so you're sort of booking train tickets and making sure they've got coffee in their meetings mm. i felt really resentful about it yeah. um and oh and i, I was even i was an estate agent for a bit oh, yeah. yes, i was not good at it you know <laughs> no. why not i didn't understand anything about houses at all and i didn't so i didn't sell very many um, <laughs> but you've presumably lived in houses and stuff yeah but things like so it was fine but i didn't understand things like um I've never owned a house. Didn't understand things like stamp duty. Okay. And something tax. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. All yeah, the probably. things people when people ask where they go, hey, and I go, Oh, it's really uh well, uh depends. Uh, yeah, I can achieve on that. Do that. I thought I was just going to show you around some rooms and then <laughs> yeah. you'd yeah. like it or you wouldn't. That's what then, you think it is, but yeah. it's not. I feel they could have trained you better. They no, they were that. really good. Were I they? just oh. not. They were really nice, sort of boutique estate agents that was a, all about kind of caring about the customer and not screwing people over. And I think they they took me on because they thought I'd be fun, but I was um, incompetent. <laughs> and I failed my probation two times. Oh, two. Okay. Gave you another. They probation. gave me another one because they were like, "Oh, I can really think we can." <laughs> oh, no. I've been sat once. Yeah, so when I when I lived in in Vancouver, I worked in a coffee shop, and I I get it. 
I, I, I was, I was, I tried hard, but I was chatting a lot to the customers. Yeah. When I think in hindsight, what they probably wanted was someone to make coffee, d- d- a quicker turnover of yeah. of people. But no one really told me that I wasn't doing well. Yeah, that's a bit mean. They like could have at least yeah. have said hurry up a bit yeah or you're not doing very well yeah you need to do this yes i didn't really wasn't really aware of this i did i was aware that the other people who i worked with had all got new t-shirts and i hadn't yeah and i was like why haven't i got a new t-shirt and then like a day later i got I was like, oh, that's why i haven't got a new That'd t-shirt oh, but it was really quite sad. a dignified sacking because the person who owned the coffee shop also owned a gas station yeah uh, as, as as north americans call it and he said you can't work here anymore but if you want you can come and work at the gas station it's the same money you just doesn't matter if you want to talk to people there it's fine so i got another job with the same person so it wasn't i was very, it was very clear i couldn't carry on work at the coffee shop yeah but i also that's i'm, I'm, I'm clutching onto that no that's that's good dan have you got a pub quiz for us I do have pub quiz. Yes. I will hand over to you to do your pub quizy stuff. Okay, phones away. Put a gag on Siri. It's quiz time. Elvis's black belt was in karate. I saw it on QI. No half points for saying J.K. Rowling is the lead singer of Jamiroquai. Moira Stewart. No, I'm afraid it was Gordon Honeycomb. Okay, so pub quiz, Rosie. Where do you stand on pub quizzes? Are you a fan? So um, I find them a bit stressful. I usually don't know what the answers are, but if I do that, there are certain subjects that I I really do know about. Mm -hmm. And then I get so overexcited that I say it too loudly and all the other teams hear. (laughs) Yeah, okay. And are you someone that likes to do the writing down or are you happy for someone else to take that role i think i'd want someone else to take that role yeah there's two types of people i think in pub quizzes it's the ones that are like no i'm gonna need to do this because otherwise you might do it wrong or the person's quite happy to let yeah yeah are you forceful in arguing your point if you think you know an answer or or do you just sort of defer to the others i think i'm quite a pathetic person in general (laughs) (laughs) i'm quite pathetic i think i can easily be convinced of anything (laughs) Yeah. Or, okay, if it's your, yes, your, you must be right. Oh, okay, all oh, right, yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was, but sh- sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, okay, right. yeah. In a pub quiz that I'm in with my wife, very early on, I realised it's much safer if we have differing views on what the answer is. Yeah. It's much safer that I just defer because if <laughs> I'm wrong and she's right at the end... She yeah, won't forgive you. Yeah, does yeah, not go not well, worth, whereas I, I will be more forgiving. Yeah. And it's good because you can then be really smug, can't yeah. you? Oh, you I'm be good like, at oh, being smug. I did. I did. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. That's good. Okay, so I thought I'd give a little bit of um, a political theme oh. this week, Great. but it's... It's an interesting one. So what I've done... We'll be the judge of that. I think, it's, a 50, it's a 50-50 chance. So, <laughs> you know, so, so you don't necessarily need to know the answer. You can make a guess. Okay. Okay. And what I've done is I've got some names of MPs from past or present. And then I've got some names from the Jeeves and Worcester books by P.G. Woodhouse. Oh, amazing. Are you a fan of uh, Woodhouse? Um, no, it's always been one of those things that I've meant to mm. read and haven't. 
Yeah, I, I mean, I read, I read two or three. They're very good. I read two yeah. or three a few years ago. They were great fun. So, I think uh, I've, I think I like them. But then I think I've just seen the TV show. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. It's, I mean, it's the same story. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, good. And what I've done is, there's. So I'm going to give you two names, and you've got to tell me which one is either a past or present MP, and which one is a character from a Jeeves and Worcester book by P.G. Woodhouse. Oh. Okay, first one is Lord Marmaduke Chuffnell. Or Major Sir Henry Davigdor Goldsmid. That's the first one. Lord Marmaduke Chuffnell or Major Sir Henry Davigdor Goldsmid. Are you, looking, you looking up? No. Are you no, cheating I'm, I'm on the pub down. quiz? I'm writing my answers down. Okay, number two. <laughs> Holly Mumbycroft or Honoria Glossop? My goodness. Holly Mumbycroft or Honoria Glossop? And the third one probably my favourite, is uh, Hugh Lucas Tooth or Cat's Meat Potter Bright? What? Hugh Lucas Tooth or Cat's Meat Potter Bright? These all sound wow. made up. Fantastic names, yeah. Uh, so have a think about those and we'll reveal the answers in the second part. Wonderful. Thank you, Dan, for your pub quiz. You're welcome. Uh, it's time to leave those of you who don't support the Moon Underwater on Patreon. If you'd like to subscribe, head to moonunderpod.com and sign up. We'll see you soon in part two. We will continue creating Rosie's Dream Pub. Small details are big surfaces, tight corners are odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.